Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Deuteronomy chapter 9. And if I were to give this one a title, it would be proper perspective, making sure we keep a proper perspective on our life in every way. And before we jump into that, as always, if you'd like to kind of keep up with us, make sure you like, share, subscribe this on YouTube podcast, leave us a five-star review and leave us a comment. It really helps out a lot. And my favorite thing is for those of you who have started to go over to our Facebook group at Bible Breakdown Discussion, and we just talk about this together. We got a whole lot of you guys who are watching but not commenting. So come on, man, join the conversation because you probably know more than all of us and we want to better jump in there. And also, if it gets weird, I just delete you. It's fine. It's fine. So I hadn't had to do a lot of that yet, but I am willing. So let's jump in together, all right? And especially jumping into today. So let me give you a little bit of background. We're going to jump into this because it's pretty straightforward and important, but it's a touchy subject for a lot of us. And so we're going to kind of find that balance that Moses is finding on this idea of proper perspective. So to catch you up, this is the second sermon that Moses is preaching to the next generation. Moses is not going to be able to go into the promised land. He has been told by God that because of the sin that he had committed, he's not going to be able to go. And so the greatest leader to ever live other than Jesus, he's about to die. And before he dies, he is passing on as much wisdom as he can to the next generation, and he is celebrating and cheering them on as they're about to go. I mean, this has got to be bittersweet, but also super sweet for Moses because he is about to watch this young nation go into everything that their ancestors had hoped for. So this is exciting. And as he's going into today, he finished the chapter yesterday talking about this idea of be so very careful when you enter into such blessing and such wonderful, great things that you don't forget God. Don't forget God. But then he's also going to say today, and also don't think too highly of yourself. And that's the balance that we have to strike in our culture that, if I'm honest, I don't think we do very well with. I think it's very important for us to realize it's okay to be self-aware. It's not okay to be self-obsessed. A self-aware person knows their good qualities, but they're also aware of their bad qualities. And then they work on fixing their bad qualities, strengthening their good qualities, and then they kind of put that to rest, and then they move forward. Someone who's self-obsessed doesn't see anything except for themselves. They never get past that first section. And so what Moses is endeavoring to do to this generation is helping them get a proper assessment of who they are, not to shame them, not to ruin their confidence, but to say, hey, this is who you are. These, these are where your blind spots are. This is what has bothered you in the past. So you need to be self-aware of where these possible problems could be so that you can move forward. And, and as a pastor, to be honest with you, this is one of the hard things in what I get to do as a pastor and preach God's word on Sunday. Because on one end, it is important that I tell my church, this is what God's word says. And if I'm honest, This is hard, but it's true. And I don't say that 
to make you feel bad, I say that so you can be aware and make course adjustments. You know, like, so this is sin and sin is wrong and this kind of stuff. And so you have to be willing to not let your identity be attached to everything you don't like, you know, and, and really look at it like that. And so I want you to see this and hear this and see this as a way to apply to ourselves as well. To be careful, to yes, be self-aware. Yes, take personality assessments and all this good stuff so that you can find your weak places and, you know, work on fixing them, find your good strengths and work on, you know, getting them better. But then also put that aside and move forward. Don't be self-obsessed. And that's what Moses is working on. Chapter ago, he was talking about, hey, man, sometimes you guys struggle. You know, when you you get blessed, you you forget about God. Don't do that. Today, he's going to talk about don't feel like that you're just awesome because you're kind of not. <laughs> and that's being self-aware. So let's read what it has to say. All right, you ready? Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 1 says this. Listen, O Israel, today you're about to cross over the Jordan River, to take over the land belonging to the nations much greater and more powerful than you. They live in the cities with walls that reach to the sky. The people are strong and tall, descendants of Anak giants. You've heard the saying, who can stand up to the Anakites? But recognize today that the Lord your God is the one who will cross over ahead of you like a devouring fire and destroy them. He will subdue them so that you will quickly conquer them and drive them out, just as the Lord promised. But listen to this. After the Lord your God has done this for you, don't say in your hearts, the Lord has given us this land because we are such good people. No. (laughs) It is because of the wickedness of the other nations that he is pushing them out of your way. It is not because you are so good or you have such integrity that you are about to occupy their land. The Lord your God will drive these nations out ahead of you only because of their wickedness and to fulfill the oath he swore to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You must recognize that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land because you are good, for you are not. (laughs) You are a stubborn people. Now, once again, remember, yesterday he was saying, listen guys, you got to be self-aware. You're really good at forgetting about God, so make sure you don't do that. This one, he's saying, hey, let's be self-aware. You're really stubborn. So you need to work on not doing that, okay? That's not saying they have no value. It's saying be aware but not obsessed so that you can handle what God is trying to do. Now, let's read the rest of this, verse 7. Remember and never forget how angry you made the Lord your God out in the wilderness. From the day you left Egypt until now, you have been constantly rebelling against him. Even at Mount Sinai, you made the Lord so angry he was ready to destroy you. This happened when he was when I was on the mountain receiving the tablets of stone inscribed with the words of the covenant of the Lord that he had made you. I was there for 40 days and 40 nights, and all that time I ate no food and drank no water. The Lord gave me the two tablets on which God had written with his own finger all the words he had spoken to you from the heart of the fire when you were assembled at the mountain. At the end of the 40 days and nights, the Lord handed me the two stone tablets inscribed with the words of the covenant. Then the Lord said to me, Get up, go down immediately, for the people you have brought out of Egypt have corrupted themselves. How quickly they have turned away from the, from the way I commanded them to live. They have melted gold and made an idol for themselves. The Lord also said to me, I have seen how stubborn and rebellious these people are. 
Leave me alone so I may destroy them and erase their name from under heaven. Then I will make a mighty nation of your, uh, of your descendants, a nation larger and more powerful than they are. So while the mountain was blazing with fire, I turned and came down, holding in my hands the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. There below me, I could see that you had sinned against the Lord your God, and you had melted gold and made a calf idol for yourselves. How quickly you had turned from the path of the Lord that the Lord had commanded you to follow. So I took the stone tablets and threw them to the ground, smashing them before your eyes. Then, as before, I threw myself down before the Lord for 40 days and nights. I ate no bread and drank no water because of the great sin you had committed by doing what the Lord hated, provoking him to anger. I feared that the furious anger of the Lord, which turned him against you, would drive him to destroy you. But again, he listened to me. The Lord was so angry with Aaron that he wanted to destroy him too. But I prayed for Aaron and the Lord spared him. I took your sin, the calf you had made, and I melted it down with fire and the ground uh, and ground it into fine dust. Then I threw the dust in the stream that flows down the mountain. Now, if you remember all this happened, it was an absolute tragedy. One of the things is that God had... Or Moses had asked Aaron, hey, can you stay here? Can you watch everybody? And by the time he got back, it was chaos. And, I, and I, I love and I hate what happened when Moses went to Aaron and said, Aaron, what is going on? And Aaron said, I don't know, man. We put the, the gold in the fire and a calf came out. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And it worked. <laughs> he didn't die. I, someone should at least punch him in the throat. I don't know what happened. But it was absolute anarchy. And what Moses is saying is, is you guys are stubborn. Right, you, you need to be self-aware about this. You need Jesus. You know, they, Yahweh. They don't know Jesus yet. You, you need Yahweh because use is some stubborn. Okay? Verse 22. You also made the Lord angry. Also, again, at Tebera, Masa, and Kibroth, Hatava. So, one, two, three other places, by the way, broskies. Oh, yeah. And at Kadesh Barnea. So four times after the calf. So five total times you guys should be in the dead. You guys is the stubborn, okay? The Lord sent out with his command, go up and take over the land I have given you, but you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God and refused to put your trust in him or obey him. Yes, you have been rebelling against the Lord as long as I have known you. That is why I threw myself down before the Lord for 40 days and nights. For the Lord said he would destroy you. I prayed to the Lord again, O sovereign Lord, do not destroy them. They are your own people. They are your own special possession, whom you have redeemed from Egypt by your own power and your strong hand. Please, Overlook the stubbornness and the awful sin of these people and remember instead of, instead your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If you destroy these people, the Egyptians will say the Israelites died because the Lord wasn't able to bring them to the land that he had promised to give them. Or they might say he destroyed them because he hated them. He deliberately took them into the wilderness to slaughter them. But they are your people, they are your special possession, whom the Lord brought out of Egypt by the great, by your great strength and powerful arm. So what has just happened? Moses is not sitting there just trying to beat them into the ground. 
what he's trying to do is he is trying to say, hey, here are the warning spots for you. I want you to be blessed. I want you to do everything that God has put in your heart and called you to do. But to do that, I don't need you to be self-obsessed. I don't need you to think that you are all of that and you got it all figured out. And you be self-aware. And you know where you're good. I also need you to know where your blind spots are. And your blind spots are, the last chapter, sometimes you forget about God. And then sometimes you feel like you're awesome and that you really did it all. That is not true. You forget about God a lot and you are really stubborn. And so instead, he's not putting them down. He's telling them, be aware. Have a proper perspective so that you can stay in what God is trying to do. Now, what does that say to us today and will be done? And that is simply have a proper perspective. It's okay to be self-confident, but don't be self-obsessed. Be self-aware about what's going on in your life. No one is perfect at everything. And instead of running away from those things, be aware of them. I don't know. Let's be very, very practical in this situation. Are you someone who, when times get difficult, you forget about God? Or how about this? Even more, when times get good, do you have a tendency to forget about God? Maybe you don't forget about God, but you put him on the back burner. God understands. If you if you use that phrase a lot, God would understand, that means you're putting him to the side. On the other side, do you tend to not remember that everything you have in your life is a blessing from the Lord? I did this. This is about me. Or they didn't work as hard as I did. You know, I deserve this, all these things. All of that will lead you away from the goodness of God. And if you realize that's the whole purpose of this, it's not a rehearsal in all of your disasters. It is God wanting you to be as close to him as possible. But in order for you to be as close to him as possible, you have to look at anything that would stop you from being as close to him as possible. So here's here's the final thing, and we'll say this again. What are your blind spots that you're... Maybe you're aware of, uh, so things you struggle with, and what are you going to do about them today? Because God wants you to be as close to him as you possibly can be. Let me pray for you, and we'll be done for today. Father, thank you so much that you love us enough to be honest with us. You tell us about our strengths. You tell us about the good things that are there. But you also love us enough to point out trouble spots, point out difficult places, so that we don't fall into those pitfalls and We don't fall over those cliffs, but we're able to walk upright with confident hearts because we know both the good things and we're aware of our challenges. We celebrate both of those and have proper perspective today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Don't forget, God's Word says in Deuteronomy chapter 30, Today I have given you the choice between life and death. Choose life. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. My prayer today is that you would choose life. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for Deuteronomy chapter 10.